0: Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. So glad you're with me for another week of my podcast. I'm so enjoying this process uh, and coming up, of course, with topics. But I also uh, just wanted to let you know that uh, I will be uh, introducing some visitors, some guests on my show. Um, And they're going to be really awesome. You're going to learn a lot about not only metaphysical things, but also life experiences, inspirational stories, um, because I want to change it up a bit. And I always want to offer the most value that I can. So I want to talk about something that is uh, key to determining whether or not we're happy. I know that uh, I've got caught caught up. Oh my goodness, can't even speak today. I've gotten caught up in what I'm about to talk to you about today, expectation. And I can tell you every time that I have had an expectation, I know that I've set myself up for uh, disappointment. And yes, this is connected to the concept of detachment, which I've talked about before. Uh, but I just want to share with you some ideas about expectations. And so today's topic is called, what do you expect? And if you're like most people, you hope for the best and expect the worst. Most people. Now, you hopefully you're a, a, um, a cup half full kind of person. Uh, there are plenty of people out there who are uh, half empty cups. So I want to speak to half empty cups today, but half full cups, stick around and listen. It's interesting when I talk about half empty cup people. Um, Somehow we think that if we anticipate the worst, somehow we'll like feel prepared. But what if we're expecting the worst? What if expecting the worst sets us up for experiencing the exact thing that we don't want to experience? Look, I get it. I get it. Who wants to be surprised by an outcome that they didn't predict, right? Because we always, you know, want to be able to think about what could happen and and what we might do. Um, But if you're expecting things to always be shitty and never work out, then that's what you're going to experience. And I think about, okay, those those people who like to be very strategic, very pragmatic, those who try to anticipate everything so that they can create a sense of safety and control. And in all honesty, who wants to be ill-prepared when uh, a result comes along? Right? I think the biggest fear that everybody has, uh, when they're going into new territory, experiencing something new, is that they won't be able to handle the outcome. That somehow they doubt their ability to navigate or pivot. And I want to make a few things clear to you. It's great, to imagine different outcomes. In fact, I encourage my clients to do that. And i am going to share with you how I do that because I want you to learn very quickly what to do to feel prepared, but also to feel detached from the outcome. So when a client comes to me with, with a challenge, uh, and with the accompanying anxiety that they attach to the, the feared anticipated outcomes, I ask them just take a breath and do this exercise. And this is when the magic happens. So I asked them to identify how they would respond to each of the outcomes they've identified. And if you're struggling with something, uh, you don't know how it's going to turn out, do this exercise because I promise you it will help. So you identify all the possible outcomes, then you identify what response you would have. Maybe it's an action, maybe it's a verbal response, but write it down. It's kind of like meeting somebody for a first date. We all have our ideas of, you know, really wanting to finally meet the right one and never having to deal with the pain in the ass that dating seems to become when we're single. But should we choose to date, we got to be wise. We have to be prepared and we have to also open ourselves to whatever the time. Uh, that we spend with the person, whatever that might bring to us, even open up ourselves to somebody that's uh, out of our typical type of dating, right? Most often, you're going to meet people on the first date that won't be a match for you. That's going to be the majority of the people. You'll either feel no chemistry, you'll be bored out of your mind with them, uh, or you'll realize that your values just don't add up. And that's totally cool, And ideally, you want to meet the mate of your dreams from the get-go, right? But that's highly unlikely when you're first uh, beginning to date or jumping back in a dating pool. Not that it doesn't happen to a few people, but for most, we tend to meet lots of no's before we meet the yes. And that said, the hardest part of dating is making it fun and not attaching ultimate goals to dating, like marriage and children and financial security and status. Uh, to the dating experience. When you reach a point where dating simply becomes an opportunity to meet interesting people versus finding your husband or wife, uh, then the pressure it t- is taken off of the process and you actually begin to enjoy it rather than dread it. It just becomes an interesting experience for you, right? It doesn't become a chore anymore. So back to the topic at hand, I can talk about dating another time and actually do have another podcast where I talk about dating smart. So if you're interested in that, go back to some of the earlier podcasts. It's really something that could help you a lot in being able to not only strategically date, but enjoy the process. So back to the topic, expecting, what do you expect? Expecting, uh, really the best instead of the worst because you're listening to this podcast and I'm going to assume that you're evolved to the point that you understand how partnering with the universe to get what you want and unfortunately to get what you don't want makes all the difference in the world. Nothing happens because we just stand by and have nothing to do with it. Y'all know, again, if you uh, are spiritually evolved to uh, to whatever extent that you are, you know that your vibrations bring about what you're experiencing. And of course, in connection with what your soul calls in. So it is au contraire, I say, that uh, you have nothing to do with what happens in your life. Everything happens in our life, in my opinion, for these top three reasons. It doesn't mean there aren't more reasons, but I'm just going to say the top three reasons, in my opinion, why everything happens. First is our soul is made in agreement with the universe to experience people and situations, because we have to learn our soul soul lessons to elevate our souls closer to heaven and to spirit. The second, we not only create our karma, but we have to pay karmic debts from past lives. You see, each day, we create our future karma through our decisions and our actions. It's really that simple. Uh, And our past life karma shows up in the form of karmic debt in a lot of ways. And karmic debt uh, is when we have to reconcile our past behavior and choices with our current life circumstances and relationships. And I have uh, always referred to to previous podcasts where I talk about karma and dharma. uh, And I'm going to talk to you about what dharma is too. But when it comes to karmic debt, karmic debt can take the form of a lot of things uh, financially, where in one life, maybe you were very, very wealthy and you were a snob and arrogant and selfish and you never gave anything. And then maybe in this life, you have a life where you're experiencing financial struggle and you need to be humbled to the point where you need to ask people for help. Uh, And so it's, it's one of those things where we pay our karmic debt to um, make up for the behavior that uh, perhaps was wrong or not in our soul's best interest. And I do have a story that I shared um, about a dating experience um, where I dated this guy, I'm Jewish, and I, I met this guy uh, because I took salsa lessons. And for those of you that have heard this story, if you want to forward, you can. I'm not going to go to the lengths that I did before to talk about it, but I will share the, the beauty of it. Nonetheless, I mean, this guy, salsa dancing, didn't really find him attractive, but whatever. We went out for wine. Uh, and he ended up getting my number. Uh, and we ended up getting into this, probably it was the most toxic, disturbing, traumatic relationship I've ever been in 10 months. And, um, he, uh, it was just, it was horrible. And I had to work really hard to recover from it, from the PTSD. And turns out that, uh, back, I found out that back in the time of the Exodus, I was an Egyptian high priestess who exploited him and who treated him back then in all the ways that he treated me, where he violated my psyche, my emotions, and thank God there was no physical violation. Um, But it was every other kind of emotional violation you could experience. And so I had to pay my karmic debt by experiencing the same thing that I did to him and funny he's an Arab in this life and and I'm a Jew so it's things like that 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 kind of karmic debt and the other example that I gave that we don't know we come into this life with but we have to go through the experiences and then learn the lessons and make those connections so that we can we can uh clean up our debt now dharma is how we choose to do that okay our dharma is our free will And I've spoken, like I said, about karma and dharma in a previous podcast. So just go ahead and look for that episode to more fully understand what I mean. It's a fascinating concept, karma and dharma. And it's so simple. What you do right now creates your future karma in the next moment. So really think about that. When you wake up on the wrong side of the bed or you feel like getting mad at somebody who doesn't understand what you're saying or who, uh, could be provocative think about it think about using your free will to create future positive karma for yourself the third reason why i believe we're here on you know on this earthly plane in this earthly school is to raise our vibrations and to lift up the universe to a higher level of living and to fulfill our life purpose so many people feel lost and undirected in their lives. I can't tell you how many people come in for readings and they say, Janice, I don't even know what my life purpose is. I feel lost. I'm in a job that I hate. It's killing me every day. I know I feel like I'm here to do more. I just don't know what that is. And they search and search and search for meaning and fulfillment and feel like they fail to find it. Can, but can you imagine waking up every morning knowing that you're living your purpose? knowing that you're doing the exactly what you're meant to do and being the happiest person ever knowing that you're contributing to the greater good of the world. I have been so fortunate to have been able to wake up for the last 26 years in love with what I do. That doesn't mean I haven't had challenges in my business. That doesn't mean I haven't had to develop a new business plan or try different things or market differently or adjust to, uh, change in my practice when I shifted into, uh, my, uh, intuitive and psychic practice, always adjustments when you own your own business, but to wake up and love what you do. Oh my God. And when I can help people do that, it is the most exciting thing for me. And that's why I'm so grateful for the gifts that Spirit has given me, the psychic gifts to be able to see things about people and tap into their truth and then be able to guide them with real concrete steps to shift out of one place, a life that is draining them into a life that they feel so freaking excited about. So that brings me such happiness. But I know that a lot of people don't feel that way. And trust me, I am in no way rubbing this in your face. I want you to know what's possible. I truly believe, and I was talking about this with someone the other day, I truly believe that I am here on this earth to inspire people, to motivate people, and to uplift people. And every time I say that, it seats more, more deeply and, and more deeply inside me as exactly in alignment with my soul's purpose. And so I try to do that with this podcast and, and with all my clients. So I mention all of that because I want you to feel happy every, every morning you wake up with the knowledge that you're on your path and purpose and you feel that you're making a difference instead of feeling, like I said, like you're wasting your life away doing some bullshit menial job that kills you a little bit every day. Each of you deserves the right to wake up every day feeling like you're excited about your life. So expecting the best can feel like a big job, but it really actually isn't. It's just takes a little conditioning. It's a change of perspective. It's a choice. Remember, we always have that free will choice and it's conditioning your mind to get you in the flow of, of really just taking on that perspective of expecting the best. And then the more you do it, the more it becomes a habit and the more it becomes a a natural part of you. I want you to kind of liken the shift in perspective, shift in what you expect to someone who sees the silver lining in every situation. Now, there are a lot of people who see the silver lining, uh, and they can be avoiding reality, and I'm not saying that. But to be able to look at a situation and say, you know what, this sucks, or it's hard, or I don't know what to do. And to be able to say to yourself, the silver lining in this is, I know it's meant for me. There's something in this for me to learn. So I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on extracting the lesson. And the piece that I want to emphasize today is when we expect the best, even if the outcome isn't to uh, our desire, our liking, we are partnering with the universe to bring about that which we want only. Only. Again, if you have the vibration and that your fear is bigger of what you don't want, then you're going to draw what you don't want to you. If your fear is bigger than for what you don't want, uh, then your uh, positive vibration for what you do, you will draw in the experiences based on the stronger vibration that is at the base of where you're at. So, For most people, it's very easy to sit in the pocket of lack and negativity. It's almost as if we say to ourselves, well, if I don't expect too much, I won't be too disappointed. And it's true. If you have expectations, then there's a high likelihood that you will get disappointed. And that's what I was talking about at the beginning. And I've gotten sucked into this. And I try to tell myself, okay, Janice, don't expect anything. Just be in the now, enjoy the moment. And there are a lot of times where I can do that. And there are times like lately where... I've really struggled. And so I have assigned my, my values and my rules to other people and expecting that they should do things the way that I do them, because it makes sense. And guess what? I get disappointed when I do that. So for you to have the expectation, the one that is in full alignment with the vibration of the outcome that you desire, uh, then what you know you want and what you know you need will all come about. I have worked with so many business owners, multi-million dollar earners, who are so free and certain about what they can make happen and produce in their business that it's just a given. I have one in particular uh, who he's, he's just made uh, uh, millions and millions of dollars and we've been working on his business, uh, growing a different business for him. And uh, he looks at me and says, Janice, I can, I can get money from anybody. I'm expert at what I do. I can sell ice to an Eskimo, and I know that I all I have to do is start talking to somebody, and they're literally giving me money, their credit card, or their investment. He's so sure of it; his everything within him is aligned, um, and it's amazing to see because you, you can really feel it from him. So when you're certain about what you know is going to happen, um, it'll happen. It's kind of like, you know, if you think about what you know is already in your closet. And you're like, you just go and you pick out that blue shirt or those black boots, right? You just know it's there. So you automatically go and get it. So you know it exists and there's no question about it. The power in uh, expecting the best is that we know that, that we really are going to be ex- uh, expecting to be divinely guided and supported. And when we do that, we automatically partner with the universe to get what we need. It's that easy. The challenge is there's so many times where we want something and we don't know that it's not in our best interest, but we want it. So we always get what we need. That's the thing. Even if what we get is painful, that's the only way really people can learn is through pain. But if your faith in the universe and in spirit is strong enough that you expect to get your needs met in the highest way possible, then what happens, whatever outcome happens, you'll be able to accept. Let's say that again. If your faith in the universe and in spirit is so strong that you expect to get your needs met in the highest way possible, then you will never be disappointed. For example, I was driving just the other day to my chiropractor and I was running a little late, which is highly unusual for me because I really am, I'm an early bird. I usually get to places 10, 15 minutes early or I'm on time, but never, never usually on time. I'm much earlier. Anyway, so I was running late and I let the office know and I said, okay, spiritual team, find me the closest parking spot to the office because I know at lunchtime, the parking lot that I'm going to is packed. So find me a close space. And then I just let it go. So it took me about 15 minutes to get there. And I got there just within a minute to spare and I'm guided to take a different owl than I would normally take. Uh, and so I drive up the owl and lo and behold, I pull up at the end of it and somebody is pulling out of a parking spot that was directly in front of the office door that I needed to go in. There were no other parking spaces available. So they pulled out and I pulled right in. That's what I'm talking about. When we enter a state of expectation of support and guidance, we create a vibrational vacuum that brings to us uh, what we truly are asking for. So we get what we vibrationally align with. So when you hear people tell you to use mantras and say them a hundred gazillion times and your life will change, I have to tell you, that's total bullshit. Seriously, it does not work. I don't give a shit how many times you say a mantra. If your vibration isn't in alignment with it, you will not get it. So you'll never be debt free. You'll never find the love of your life or achieve that great outcome that you imagine. That's because you're calling into your life, what your vibration is calling into your life, not what the mantra is calling into your life. I hope this makes sense. Kind of hammering it into you today, but I really want you to, uh, to really get it. Uh, the universe doesn't tolerate a vacuum by the way. So if you're creating one with your vibrations, this with certainty, uh, then the universe is going to fill that vacuum with what you ask for, right? So just think about it that way. If if you're putting all of your energy you're, you're to bring something into you, to suck something into that vacuum, you're going to get it. So wherever your focus goes, your energy flows. It's really just that simple. If you expect struggle, you attract struggle. If you expect abundance and you're vibrationally in line with that, You're going to experience abundance across the board, not just financially, but emotionally, physically, psychologically, spiritually, financially too. If you expect guidance, synchronicities, and celestial gifts, you're going to attract them as well. I'm guiding you to shift your awareness to positive expectation, which acts like a magnet that attracts all that you need exactly when you need it. Just like that parking spot story that I just told you about, I expected my team to find me a spot. and not only did they, but it was even better than I expected. y'all, it was right in front of the the building. The door could not have gotten a better space unless I literally drove into the office. So take a risk, expect good expect good things to happen to you, but vibrationally align with that, partner with the universe to bring about only that which you want in your life, not that which you don't. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. As always, if you have benefited and feel like, uh, you know, you're learning a lot of good stuff, please go over to iTunes and rate and review my podcast. Uh, go to the iTunes store. You can find, uh, my podcast by just typing in the search, uh, area, the intuitive therapist podcast, and, uh, you can go under the rate and reviews and, uh, I would love it. That would be great. The more people I can reach, the more people that can discover me, the better. Uh, And always, if you'd like a reading around any subject, uh, maybe what's blocking you in terms of raising your vibration, then give me a call. I do 30, 45, or 60-minute readings, 404-558-3971. Or reach me uh, at my email, janice at janicercohen.com. Always, I wish you a blessed day. A wonderful week and live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes.